Welcome to the Rock of Bay County, Florida, where our vision is to be a multi-generational gathering, moving as one body to bring the glory of Yahweh to this beautiful county and to all the earth. We hope you are encouraged and blessed as you listen to this message. Apostle Paul, one of the most amazing things that he said, which obviously he said so many awesome, amazing things, but one of the, one of the most useful things for today that he, has, that he said was, look at what the world's doing and turn 180 degrees. <laughs> Meaning, look at what makes sense in the natural and what everybody else is saying is, is what's taking place in the world and turn this way from a different perspective and you can see the right thing. You can see what Yahweh's actually doing. And I, you know, Yahweh... In, in moments and in circumstances, in, in difficulty, in anything, there's usually, there, there's always a word, right? There's all, he always has a word. But sometimes it's not a new word. You know, because he's never caught off guard. He's never shocked. He's never surprised. He always has a plan. He's not reacting to any enemy. His plan surely will come to pass. But when we experience things, it's so important for us sometimes to go back and rehearse the word and to feed on his faithfulness of what he's already done. Because I can tell you right now, this is, where I, this is what I felt in, 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 in the spirit and just really in the natural, that things, this whole thing with the world right now, what's going on, especially as it relates to this pandemic, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that they're starting to surge this new wave of fear. Something's being wielded again to just kind of say, I, listen to me, listen to me, because I, I believe you all feel this way, whether you, whether you sub- subscribe to it or not. But this is, what, this is what the world's saying. Ready? I know we got through this pandemic thing. I know, I, I know we got, you made it through. But this is worse. What's coming now is a little bit worse. And I know you made it, I know we did it, and I know you thought you were coming up for air, but this one's worse. This is bad. This one is going to be very, very difficult. And I'm telling you, fear is all about control. Okay, this is not a political statement. This is a kingdom statement. We have two choices in this life, fear or love. Perfect love casts out all fear. You can either respond in moments with love, which under that lies so many amazing, beautiful things, including peace, including prosperity, including joy, including health, including all kinds of things. Or we can respond in fear, which under that is questioning, doubt, anxiety, worry, and everything else. that the world is trying to push at you right now. And I can tell you that the Bible tells us that he did not give us a spirit of fear. He did not give us that. So if you feel fear, if you feel anxiety, if you feel worry about what you're looking at and what the world's trying to spin in front of you, I encourage you to do this. Go the other way. There's a word that Yahweh gave this house before it was even 
it meant anything. It meant a ton, but it, it, it was for right now. And that word is this, believe. Do you all remember this? Believe. What is believe? Does anybody ever rem- remember what the actual word is? What? There you go. Aman. Yeah, Eva, a little doubt, a little fear came in. You didn't respond in love. Aman. This word means this to be completely convinced, to stand firm in, to completely be supported by, to be in agreement with. This is what we even really know the word to believe, to believe. That's kind of what we would think of anyways. But Hebraically what the word Amon meant, and when the Hebrews said, believe, believe in my name, when he talked about belief in Scripture, the word actually means to form a covenant with. A covenant with. The word believe is mentioned in the Synoptic Gospels 33 times. Matthew, Mark, and Luke. However, if you remember Apostle Damon's revelation of this, that the synoptic gospel most people would say is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But he says, no, I would take John out of that. John was written 40 to 50 years after the synoptic gospels were written. And the whole reason he believes that John was written was because he was watching the trajectory of the church become politicized, to become very like works charged and everything that was not what he was talking about. And from that, he started to write, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, everything was made. Apart from him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life and that life was the light to all mankind. That light shined in the darkness. Within darkness, that light is shining and the darkness can't even comprehend it. And there will be one coming that God sent named John who will be a witness and a testimony of this light. He is not the light, but he comes to testify of that light, that through him all might believe. That through this light that's shining within darkness, that all might come into agreement, that all might form covenant with this light, not the darkness. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever might believe might experience ever, for everlasting life. At the end of John, he says the whole reason I wrote this whole book was that you might come into agreement with, that you might amon, that you might believe He mentions the word believe in the book of John a hundred plus times. So in the entirety of of the synoptic gospels, 33 times, in John itself, he mentions believe a hundred plus times. You marry that with the idea that the reason that he wrote that book was because he saw the way things were going. And he said, I know the answer to this whole thing is that we've gotten away from the covenant relationship with the one. 
We've come too convinced with all these other things and all the good stories and all the difficulty and it's not changing anything. And he says, I need you to believe. And this morning, this is the word Yahweh put in my heart about this time that we're in. Super simple, super profound. That we have got to come back to the place of belief, of coming into covenant agreement with his word over us, over this house. And I'm telling you what, it's time for us to, we've given, we've given, and I'm going to get myself in trouble. Amen. We did the whole shutdown thing. Okay? We did the shutdown thing. We dispersed. We did everything that, and again, I'm led by Holy Spirit. I'm not trying to make a political statement. You know me. I don't care if you're left or right. We're not left or right. We're up here. I, I'm, not, I'm, not for, I'm not for Trump and I'm not for Biden. Just be real with you because there's got to be somebody that says it's bigger than that. There's got to be somebody that says surely his plan will come to pass and it really doesn't matter who he's going to utilize and his ways are so much higher than mine and all I know is that the foundation of my faith, the foundational belief of my faith is that I am plugged into a source that is way higher and way bigger and way greater than anything else. And I'm going to tell you, if you're, if you're listening to me live stream, and have you ever seen the Kit Kat commercial? You seen that? <laughs> Lindsay knows what I'm talking about. So they come into difficult times and they grab a, grab a Kit Kat and they shove it in their mouth and oh, it gives them some time. What is it? It's Snickers? No, no, Snickers. No, 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 no. No, Listen. It's Kit Kat. Snickers is whenever you start acting like off and then you eat a Snickers and you feel like, so my Aunt Cheryl agrees. She's right. She's an English teacher. She's right. It's done. What? Yeah, you just back off because you, I got too many people agreeing with me. And look, later on, if you prove me wrong, nobody will know. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Ooh, these cups came before the name was tribe. I got these for the staff, but if enough people ask for them, for them maybe I'll do this. That was not enough people. So anyways, moving on. Where was I? Y'all got me all flustered and off. Twix. Live stream. If you're listening, live stream. I want to tell you this. You make the decision that's right for your family, 100%. And everybody in here, you make the decision that's right for your family, and I will not judge you on that. I will not talk about you. I will not think ill of you. No one in here better. We will continue to provide masks and clean. Do all those things that you want to do. If you believe you're to get a vaccine or you don't think you should get a vaccine, if you think the vaccine is the Savior and you think the vaccine is Satan, I don't really care. Don't. Stop being so dang opinionated about every little thing and just trust in the one that is guiding all of us. And I'll just say this though. Yahweh has not given you a spirit of fear. And I'm not worried about spreading this thing. And I'm not worried, just, you, listen, Yahweh, the, the, the enemy always puts things in your face. Well, I know you didn't, I know you didn't uh, think it was bad, but here's someone close to you that just got it. Oh, and, and this, this person died. 
This person almost died. And this thing is getting worse and worse and worse. And like I said, I know you survived the, the, the hurricane. I know. And I know you survived the pandemic before. But this is, you hadn't seen this one. And I'm going to tell you that's contrary to how the kingdom works. Because my Bible says that things work from glory to glory to glory. And that the kingdom is ever increasing. And I'm going to tell you this thing ain't getting worse. This thing is getting better. I'm all about being smart, right? You see, I'm about to confuse the mess out of y'all. Because you're like, okay, so what do we do? Do we, do we stay or do we go? What are we supposed to do? I'm telling you this. I'm not shutting these doors. I'm just telling you right now, they will literally have to say legally responsible to shut these doors. And I'm not going to put us in a place that we're going down. But I'm going to tell you, it is time for kingdom people to make a stand. And Yeshua never walked into any arena and was worried about the disease. Yeshua was the answer. And now Christ resides within you and you either believe or you don't believe. That's it. You either have fear or you have love. That's it. And, and, and I, I know th- this is... See, I, I so hate doing these kinds of things because it makes it seem like I'm some, you know, anybody listening would be like that Bible belt, Bible thumper, Southerner who's just Republican and voted for Trump. No, 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 no. I'm not in that. I'm not of that. I'm a different breed and so are you. We're a new generation and not one of fear. And there's got to be some people that rises up. And this is contrary to what some of my own leaders believe. That's fine because he put me in this house as a leader and as a father. And it's not, I'm not doing anything disrespectful, dishonoring. I'm literally doing what is respectful and honoring. And I just can't sit here and read these words on these pages and, and then come in here and be like, I'm worried about the disease. I can't. I can't. I, I really, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, guys. I, I don't. I cannot read what Yeshua did. And I can't sit here and read scripture to you saying that greater work shall you do. And be set off by a stupid. By a disease. Can't, I, can't, I can't shut down. I tried that, and if Holy Spirit guides me to do that, I'll do it. I'm not, I'm, I have no pride in this. I can be wrong, but, I, I, but this isn't. This is, that, this is why I say we got to read the word, because this doesn't change with the times, and this doesn't change with the circumstance, and neither should our foundational belief. Because everything that we come into agreement with, whether that be love or fear, because you are coming into agreement with one of them over your body, over your household, over your finances, over the circumstances in front, front of you, over our country, over this globe, every single generation tries to tell you that it's getting worse. But he didn't give his own son for us to let this thing get worse. And it says that the whole earth is standing on tiptoe waiting for the sons of God to be revealed, to wake up to who they are and what they have within them. And we're sitting in our houses fearful 
and hiding under the idea that, well, we're just doing, we're, we're a responsible citizen. Of what? The world or heaven? Yeah. Honestly, like, I just, I'm, I'm past it, guys. Like, I told y'all from day one, I didn't come to be a preacher at a church and to make sure that you guys all feel good and that we feel, I don't, I don't have interest in my family. I don't have interest in my kids growing up in that. But if you're talking about being joined to a tribe and listening to the impulses of Holy Spirit and worshiping him together in spirit and in truth and saying yes to what he's doing today and not living in fear, but living in the love of Christ. Yes, 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 every single day. I can do that. I can do that. And if you're coming into agreement with me because of your political beliefs, I promise you those will be shaken. Come into agreement with me because you feel your heart flutter. Because you feel your spirit leap within you. Because it doesn't make sense, but it's true. Have you ever heard of the, the, the law of first mentions? It, it's basically, it says that it's a lot, a lot of times parents really need to know this because the law of first mentions basically say that the first person to teach you something about a certain topic or the first experience that you have with something becomes the foundation that you judge everything that happens within that sector off of. Somewhat of the way to say that, right? Meaning that when you are scared as a parent to talk to your kids about sex, somebody's going to talk to your kids about sex. And instead of them knowing that that's supposed to be between a man and a woman that love each other, that are married and joined in union and covenant together, someone comes and tells them that it's okay to act upon these things that you're feeling. It's okay if it seems like it should be a guy with a guy or a girl with a girl. It's all confusing, but it's all good. It's fine. And either, either you're, they're teachers and the, and the school system are going to teach it or you're going to teach them. And so when we get into this place of being scared to even say those kinds of things or show certain things or talk to kids, that's why I think that we have such a pornography issue going on in this world and so many kids drag so many different ways. And it's the law of first mentions. They, they, they had an experience. Their parents told them something or they, their parents didn't tell them something and they experienced it one way or another. Now, I believe that there's a lot of things in our life that we respond with fear because of the law of first mentions. I believe that some experience, some situation, some deal came into our face and we agreed with that. Our heart agreed with it. It says, by your heart you believed and are justified, but by your mouth you confess your faith. Faith is always an activity. It's not, we, we make faith the thing, and it is, but there's a progression. There's belief coming into agreement with something, covenant relationship. Then out of that, you will act. That's why it says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And guard your heart above everything else because everything that you do will flow from it or it's the wellspring of life, right? So there's belief, there's amon, there's coming into agreement in covenant relationship with who that Bible and who Yahweh has shown himself to be all throughout. And when things come up, you will respond in faith. 
is actually a byproduct of believing. Believing is not less than. Believing is the foundational thing that you have to have in order to step into true faith. And without this, it's impossible to please God. So this is very important, but you don't get here without this. And we try to manufacture faith when we get scared. And that's not how it goes. Faith comes as a byproduct of what you were rooted in in the very beginning. It's uh, shown in the woman with the issue of blood. She's dealt with this situation for 12 years. It's impossible. She's seen as disgusting. She's thrown out. You're unclean. You're unworthy. Get away from here. But there was something, she, and by her own admission, she says, I believed that if I could just touch the hem of his garment, all this would go away. If I, I believed in him, I believed that, that this is, I came into agreement with, I don't care how people are probably slapping me and punching me and hitting me because this unclean, dirty woman is trying to get through this crowd to get to him. But if I could just make it to that garment, if I could just get through and even his own disciples pushing me away, grab that him, that, hit, that, that would change everything. And he turns to her and he says, your faith, your activity made you well. Now go, my beloved daughter, not woman with the issue of blood, my beloved daughter. I want to read something this morning. Um, you might have read this before, but it's called the, the Screw Tape Letters. Anybody ever read this by C.S. Lewis? I haven't. But my wife has. Her mom gave me this book. And, um, and I, have, I haven't read it yet. But Eva, when we were in Atlanta, she goes, I just, I just want to share this with you. I just think it's kind of, it's more like it's cool, but it speaks to me. And I just want to share it with you. Not knowing all the things that I'm stirred about, about belief and about believing again. And like this word coming alive. And I want you to listen to this because we don't focus on the darkness. All we need to do is focus on the, on the light. But there is, there is it, it's, it's uncanny in this book the way that this perspective of the demonic works on us in our mind and in our natural. And I just think that it, it's, it's, it's pretty powerful to look at this. This book was written from a perspective of a demon, and Eva, correct me because you know better than I do, but of a demon talking about humans, which they refer to as patients, and their enemy, which is Yahweh. If you're asleep, or if you're tired, or if you're not listening, if you want to hear this part, you got to listen to this point. Otherwise, this book will seem, the things I read will be weird. So it is a, it is a demon talking to other demons about a human who they call a patient and referring to an enemy who is Yahweh. Okay? Now, I love how C.S. Lewis starts this book In the preface, he says, I have no intention of explaining how the correspondence which I now offer to the public fell into my hands. Meaning, this was given by Holy Spirit and I couldn't explain it if I tried. Let me just read between the lines there. Listen to this. I'm just going to read a few things that Eva brought out. I have to make sure I keep giving her credit. So, Eva, why don't you come up here and read? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Eva does not care about credit, if you know her. The trouble about argument 
is that it moves the whole struggle onto the enemy's own ground. What, who are we talking about? Who's talking right now? Yes. Just want to make sure because it won't make sense unless you get it. The demon is talking right now. And when he says the enemy, he's talking about Yahweh. I promise I don't say that to like belittle you or talk down to you. I'm saying that because I really want you to understand. Because when she read it to me the first time, I was like eating a taco and was like, what? (laughs) And she was like, no, let me explain this to you. So the trouble about argument is that it moves the whole struggle onto the enemy's Yahweh's own ground. He can argue too. Whereas in really practical propaganda of the kind I am suggesting, he has been shown for centuries to be greatly the inferior of our father below. By the very act of arguing, you awake the patient's reason. And once it is awake, who can foresee the result? Even if a particular train of thought can be twisted so as to end in our favor, you will find that you have been strengthening in your patient the fatal habit of attending to universal issues and withdrawing his attention from the stream of immediate sense of experiences. Your business is to fix his attention on the stream. Teach him to call it real life and don't let him ask what he means by real. Remember, he is not like you, a pure spirit, never having been a human. Oh, the abominable advantage of the enemies, meaning Yahweh, Yeshua, put on human. He experienced what we experienced and still came out on top. You don't realize how enslaved they are to the pressure of the ordinary. I once had a patient, a sound atheist, who used to read in the British Museum. One day, as he sat reading, I saw a train of thought in his mind beginning to go the wrong way. The enemy, Yahweh, of course, was at his elbow in a moment, before I knew where I, was, where I was, I saw my 20 years' work beginning to totter. If I had lost my head and begun to attempt a defense by argument, I should have been undone. But I was not such a fool. I struck instantly at the part of the man which I had best under my control and suggested that it was just about time he had some lunch. Just think about this for a second how sometimes we allow darkness darkness is not has no power there is no power but there's manipulation and if we subject ourselves to this thing and we're not convinced and believe 100% in what Yahweh is speaking and know what that light feels like looks like in every single circumstance there are things that can be utilized to just take us off because I can tell you An enemy that you can see and you can identify is nowhere near as dangerous as an enemy that looks and believes just like you. Meaning the preacher who's looking at pornography or the friend who runs down Facebook but spends his entire day on it or says that news is just a bunch of crud but is constantly living their life. The one that says they're in peace but inside is internally destroyed. That's the most dangerous kind of enemy. I should have been undone, but I was not such a fool. I struck instantly at the part of the man which I had best under my control and suggested that it was just about time he had some lunch. The enemy presumably made, the enemy meaning Yahweh presumably made the counter suggestion, you know how one can never quite overhear what he says to them. 
brings me back to your whisper talk. She's always talking about how Yahweh whispers in our ear. He's not worried about the enemy. He's not trying to, he's, he's whispering thing, the truth in your ear. It says that this was more important than lunch. Whispering that in your ear. This is more, look, I know, I know right now you don't feel this in worship. I know right now you don't feel like coming to church. I know right now you're a little bit scared of all the things that are going on. I, I, I want you to come away with me. This, this is more important than your fear. This is more important than the financial struggle you have. This is more important than you being hungry right now. I just want you to stay for just a moment. Just come sit with me. This is so much more important. His line for when I said, uh, oh, wait, hang on. So that, that this must be more than lunch. At least I think that must have been his line for what I said. Quite. In fact, much too important to tackle at the end of a morning. The patient brightened up considerably, and by the time I added, much better come back after lunch and go into it with a fresh mind, he was already halfway to the door. A couple more. Do not... Make sure I got the ones that I wanted to read. Are y'all good? Is this interesting? Because when you're quiet, I can't tell. Good? Or are you hearing the whisper of you need to go to lunch? You're hungry. (laughs) See, I got you. Now you're back in here with me. Let's go. Whichever he adopts, your main task will be the same. Let him begin by treating by... Think about today. Whichever he adopts, your main task will be the same. Let him begin, the patient he's talking about, us, let him begin by treating the patriotism or the pacifism as part of his religion. Then let him, under the influence of a partisan spirit, come to regard it as the most important part. Then quietly and gradually nurse him onto the stage at which the religion becomes merely part of the cause in which Christianity is valued chiefly because of the excellent arguments it can produce in favor of the British war effort or of pacifism. The attitude which you want to guard against is that in which temporal affairs are treated primarily as material for obedience. Once you have made the world an end and faith a means, you have almost won your man. And it makes very little difference what kind of worldly end he is pursuing, provided that meetings, pamphlets, policies, movements, causes, and crusades matter more to him than prayers and sacraments and charity. He is ours, and the more religious on those terms, the more securely ours. I could show you a pretty cageful down there. Get him to believe that his patriotism has something to do with Christianity. Get him to believe that his partisan mindset or his I don't care mindset is part of something and you're becoming a part of a greater cause and you really don't care. Like I said, the enemy doesn't really care if you're, if, you're, if you're an outspoken atheist, like evil person. Actually, that's useless. Easily identified. He just wants you to be a little bit lukewarm. Not quite so on fire. More f- look over here. Look at this smoke and mirrors. Pandemic. 
This person in the White House that you don't want. This person in the White House you do want. This person's coming back. Woo! Do you see from this perspective how insignificantly stupid that is? I don't mean to make you upset, but I mean to make you upset. And I want you and me to wake up to the fact that we are a part of something that is way bigger than political or religious stuff. And that this thing is not kind of real. You want a law of first mentions? Genesis 1 says, in the beginning, God created it all. In the beginning was the word. Start everything with that perspective. Every fear, every anxiety, every doubt with in the beginning he created this whole thing. And there's no one and nothing that can take that away. His plan surely will come to pass. Last one on this. Our cause is never more in danger than when a human, no longer desiring but still intending to do our enemy's will, looks round upon a universe which every trace of him seems to have vanished, meaning every trace of Yahweh seems to have vanished, and asks, why has he been forsaken and still obeys? (laughs) Do you hear me today? I don't know. I don't know sometimes. I don't know why we lose people sometimes. I don't know why some people get sick. I don't know why the world has to be like it is. I don't like, I don't know why sometimes the answer is no. And I don't know why sometimes the answer is yes. But at the core of me, this is what I know. Yahweh is good. And his mercies endure forever. And he is a God that deeply cares for each and every one of us. And if that is too patty cake for you, you're missing the whole kingdom. You're missing the whole thing. The, the enemy does not want you, the enemy does not want you going off fighting their battles for them. He just wants you to believe that you're not connected. You got too frustrated. You got too, you didn't respond right there. You looked at the wrong thing. You didn't handle the finances the right way. You talked down to your kids the wrong way. You did something wrong. You, 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 you were against your wife when you should have been for your wife. You didn't come to church when you should have come to church. You, did, you didn't approach things the right way. So therefore, you're not as connected as you were when you were doing all those things right. Bull. You are connected. You are joined to a source of living water. Don't start to build cisterns because the circumstances seem to get a little bit bad and well, just in case, live right on the edge and then jump off. (laughs) Right? Jump into his arms like, you know, we've talked about. Jump into his arms into an environment you have no (laughs) roadmap to survive. No framework to understand, but he's right there waiting to catch you and waiting to teach you everything about this new day because before you were you, you were you. 
Unless you change and become like a child. What's he saying? Unless you let go of the law of first mentions and all the things that have taught you to fear and start to see it like a child. Because I can promise you those kids in there don't give a flip about who's in office. Actually, you know what, what's frustrated me beyond belief? One time I picked up my kids and Frank told me, he said, this was during the election, he said, Daddy, we really don't want that mean Joe Biden to win. And I said, who told you that, son? Now, some of y'all are like, where's that teacher? I need to get my kid in that class. I got so, so upset that I didn't, hadn't gotten to him first to say, son, it doesn't matter who's in the White House. Your father is way higher way higher than this and you're called to something way better son don't get caught up in what all the world's fighting against it means nothing and you might be upset about that that might get some people well but people are called to the political world well fine they have a grace and most of the time that I see people that say they're called to the political world are dying internally and pursuing the wrong things you weren't designed to operate in a world of fear You're in this world. You're not to be of it because you are worthless in the kingdom without him connected to you. Without that being the one thing mentality, you're used for this world by being nothing, by doing nothing. And I just feel this strong stirring within me because I do believe this prophetically and just as a human being, I can see that things are starting to try to be cranked up just a little bit hotter. Meredith and Tyler gave us this amazing sign she felt led to give us for our house that says, even if he doesn't, he's still good. And a lot of people want to say that in some ways because they're like, well, what if he doesn't? I'm telling you, the world's turning this thing up seven times hotter and asking you to go ahead and bow. Because if you will, they've won. They've just removed you from this entire thing. You do not have to build the kingdom and you do not have to fight a fight. You have to sit with the one who fights all of our battles, who will surely deliver you and his plan surely will come to pass. Let him crank up the heat and you stay seated in peace. You stay seated in Amman. Today, make a covenant again. If you've come out of it, if you've got lost in fear, if you've got pulled away in any way, shape, or form, I, just, I, I, I feel Holy Spirit pushing me to say to you, agree again with his word and his word over your life and your family his word over this world because he cares more about our nation he cares more about this world than we ever could because i'm not given my only son i'm not given my son he did i'm not that good of a father of the whole thing he is He sees it way greater than we could ever see it. And I'm telling you, he's got this whole thing under control and always has. And don't let anybody tell you different. And let me tell you something. If you're vaccinated, okay. You are not in trouble and you're not, don't let any. I'm, I'm going to start bringing Kit Kats. 
Not Snickers, but I'm going to start bringing Kit Kats. See, the hunger thing's all about demons. They're talking to you, telling you you're hungry. The, uh, don't let stupid people who call themselves Christians tell you that you're going to hell or that you're going to get sick because of this or you need to have that washed out of your system. You made a choice you felt was right. Good on you. Do it. It's fine. As long as you didn't do it out of fear. And even if you did, his mercies are new every morning. Just wake up tomorrow and be like, my bad. And if you aren't vaccinated, this is a word of the Lord. Shut your mouth. Honestly, don't do this. You are, this is a, this is, this is hate in a different package. You're in, a, you're in a fight. You think you did something right, they did something wrong. Stop being in the fight they want us to be in and be seated in peace. Do what's right for your family. I'm not the leader for your house and I'm not gonna sit up here and tell you, don't do this, do this. It's not a rule book. That's not my call as a leader, as a father in this house. That's not my call. This is a new thing, a new day. And a lot of times people love that because they don't like the responsibility that's rested on their shoulders when they walk in through their house and they have to look their kids or their significant other in the face and say, look, we're going to pray today. We're going to read the Bible. We're going to believe this. As for me in my house, we serve the Lord. And that means the Lord is my shepherd. And when he makes me lie down in green pastures, I'm going to lie down in green pastures and teach teach yourselves and teach your wife and your husband and teach your kids the kingdom teach them the bible rehearse the word that Yahweh's spoken to you just if you ever get fearful go back and look at all he's done he delivered the Israelites. He delivered the Israelites. He delivered the Israelites. He delivered the Israelites. And then you get over here and they're like, well, I don't know if he's going to do it this time. Most frustrating stuff in the Bible, reading about them. And yet we live it every day. If you ever go back and say, he was there in that day, he was there in that day, he was definitely there in that day. He was definitely here in this day, and I don't even know how he was here in this day because I didn't say anything about it, but he was there then. And now I've come to this place that seems impossible, but I know, I know, I know because I have belief and I've come into agreement with he's here today and he is working all things for our good. And if the enemy steps in, the enemy's trying to do something and he does something that seems completely wrong, guess what? The Bible also says what the enemy meant for evil. Yahweh will even take that and turn it and use it for good. So really, there is no way to win for the enemy unless you give him that place. Stop coming into agreement with a lie. Stop coming into agreement with the lie that this world is getting worse. This world, this world is getting better because sons and daughters like you and like me are starting to wake up and it's exactly what the earth needs and is waiting for. Agree with this. Write it down. You feel it right now. Write it down on paper, on your little phone and come into agreement with this truth so that anytime something comes up, you go back and be like, I know I'm scared, but I remember how I felt in that moment. You feel this this morning? Because I feel it this morning. I feel this is truth. This isn't my word. This is his word. And it might be too harsh for you, but it's still truth. Amen? Amen. Stand up.
I love it. I love it. No, I love it. Abba, let this be real. I know it's real, but let it be real in our hearts. Let us awaken to the truth and the reality. Let the tribe awaken. Let us not be judgmental. Let us trust one another. Let us trust Holy Spirit within each other. But let us not have a spirit of fear. Give us a sound mind and know that your power is working through us. And let us be the tribe that when everybody else is sitting down, we're standing up. And let us be the tribe that when everybody else is crying, we're rejoicing. And let us be a tribe that when everybody's seated in fear, we're seated in love and peace. And let us be a tribe that easily recounts the memorial stones in our life and in our walk. Let us be a tribe that operates out of the abundance that you've put within us that is Christ. Let us overflow with his goodness. Let us know that in him was life and that life is residing with us. It's the light to this darkness. This darkness can't even comprehend what this tribe is about to walk into and is walking into and has walked into. Remove any doubt and question within our hearts of if we're doing something right or if we're doing something wrong. Give us a singular focus on the one thing, the thing you gave us from the very beginning. Let us anoint your feet with the oil of presence, of our presence, of us drawing near to you, of us returning the living water that you've put in us and let it just be this beautiful giving and receiving and relationship of walking in the cool of the day, Father. Let us have a desire for you and nothing else. Quench our thirst and give us more thirst. Feed our hunger and make us more hungry. Change our appetite. Let those that are feeding on the things of the world stop having a hunger for the things of the world. Let them stop having an interest in the things of the world. Let us stop disagreeing with one thing in the light and then when we go into the darkness, consume it. Let us drag all this darkness into the light because it won't be able to be comprehended and we will flood this place as the prisms of your glory, Yahweh. We just speak that over this tribe and speak this over this people. Let it become life and life more abundantly within themselves and let them walk in joy and peace and assurance that surely your plan will always come to pass and that this thing is ever increasing, that this thing just keeps on getting better and that you are gonna show yourself so mightily through this tribe not for our glory but unto you Yahweh all because we learn to say yes put blinders on our eyes and take away our options let the world turn the fire up another notch go ahead But as they do it, I ask that there's an increase of fire of the Holy Spirit flowing within us. Every time they turn that up a notch, we just get hotter. Every time they turn up the heat just a little bit more, we get more sure that there's another one in the fire. 
we're more sure that we could not be consumed by anything of this world. Oh, death, where is your sting? Let that peace come over this people, Yahweh. Thank you so much for your word. Thank you so much for your presence. Thank you so much for this house. Thank you so much for a tribe that is so faithful to one another and faithful to you. Let us believe and come into covenant as a tribe together again with your word over this earth, over this house, over this nation, and over this globe. The nature of Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more information on The Rock of Bay County, please go to therockofbc.org.